Thanks for listening to Open the Word. Today, we're throwing it back and dusting off an episode from the archives. We've had some great conversations over a decade of radio ministry that deserve to be heard again. So you might hear some new voices and old references, but we hope you still enjoy these episodes. You found a place to belong here in the Circle of Friends. I'm Missy, and I am with Carol and Joanne. And ladies, it's Friday. Happy Friday. (laughs) Yes, happy Friday. (laughs) The week has surely flown by. Uh, One of the things that uh, I love to do is go through some of these principles as we have. And again, we've done them, uh, I can't even say how many times in how many formats, but uh, lared.org, L-A-R-E-D.org, Principles from Proverbs, and applying it to our life. It's just so key. And I think it's part of the, the puzzle and putting the pieces of living out our faith. Um, when we look at these principles, when we do them around in a round table format or where you're talking with other people, light bulbs go off. You know, mm-hmm. God reveals things uh, to me and I'm sure to other people of, oh, that's how that applies to my life mm-hmm. or this is what I can do to apply that. And then you look at things like we looked at honesty and humility. Today we'll look at generosity. God's word has a ton of things to say about generosity, a ton of things about humility, all of those things. So it's a principle from God's word and God's word backs up God's word. You know, absolutely. We, so mm-hmm. it's one of the things that I really, really appreciate about it. And again, listeners, if you haven't been out to the website, that's L-A-R-E-D dot O-R-G. And the principles that we're using are the one-page principles that uh, Joanne's father, John Schrock, wrote. Uh, actually for a group of businessmen, but it, it trans relates to every area of life, to every occupation, to every season and position, because it's God's word and it works. And I think, you know, one of the things you said is that we've gone through a lot of these principles many times, but you know what? Many times we need a refresher course. Oh, many times we need to be reminded, you know, man, I need mm. to be more generous. You know, we, we hear, we talk about the principle of generosity and we have every intention of being generous and then we get busy. You know, we think, oh, you know, that is so true. I need to do more. I need to, you know, uh, but then we get busy and forget it. So we're here to remind you again, (laughs) because these principles need to be applied and you have to just constantly be working on them. They're, they're, they're a continual changing process. It's a renewing of your mind. It's renewing how you think, uh, because a new life begins by renewing your mind. And, um, you know, if you don't renew your mind, you're going to be stuck in the same rut today. You were stuck in tomorrow or yesterday, and you'll still be there tomorrow, but, uh, you need to renew your mind so that you can think Christ-like and, um, become Christ-like. Uh, that's the goal here. I think one of the things I like too about just the process we use, the roundtable process, is um, what you said, Missy. Is that well, I'm I'm here thinking, how can I apply this to my life? It's like when I read read the word or read the principle. I'm thinking about me, mm-hmm. like how can I grow today? And so I just invite everybody as we read it, you think about how you can grow today. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to tell Missy how to grow or Joanne how mm-hmm. to grow. I'm here thinking. I need to grow myself. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm thinking about my relationship with the Lord and what Lord speak to me while we're reading through this. Yeah, the Lord has enough work to do in my life. I don't have time to work about the work that he has to do in anybody else's life. Mm-hmm. All right, Missy, why don't you start this one? I'd love to, Joanne. The principle of generosity. Proverbs twenty-eight twenty-seven says, If you give to the poor, your needs will be supplied, but a curse upon those who close their eyes to poverty. Generous, Webster says, it's of noble cause, gracious, willing, and unselfish. Generosity is really a spirit or attitude which is usually a part of one's character. It's a part of the law of sowing. We are usually known for being generous or stingy. 
Generosity is similar to being liberal, but in a more controlled manner. It is giving and forgiving. It is considering others as you would want others to consider you. It is going the second mile. Generous people have an attitude of giving not only money, but time, talent, and of themselves. They are always looking for opportunities to sow into fertile ground, prepared people, where change can take place. They usually root for the underdog and the unfortunate because they see what a person can be rather than what they presently are. There are two things that God cannot bless. Number one, stinginess. This will keep you from sowing into the future. Number two, laziness. This will keep you from maintaining what you have. One of the things that has separated America from many other countries in the world is its large and prosperous middle class. Any nation that has the poor as a majority has not been teaching or practicing the principle of generosity as a foundation or cornerstone for prosperity. Generosity among us will cause us to bless and develop the poor. A generous person will not just feed them a fish for a day, but will also teach them how to fish. He's concerned with their future, not just their present. If we only feed the poor, their numbers will increase and finally we'll go broke trying to do good. There's a law in life. Anything that is fed will keep on growing. Our welfare system has exemplified that. A generous person or nation will not just feed the poor, but will also have a program of teaching and training that will change their attitude and perception of life, giving them vision and hope so they can help themselves and overcome their situation. Jesus said, The Spirit is upon me and has anointed me to heal the brokenhearted and to bring good news to the poor, which means that there are answers and solutions to poverty. And it all starts with people who are generous and take the time to develop the poor and hopeless. If you give to the poor, your needs will be supplied. How? By developing the poor, we increase the middle class. This will create jobs. They will have an income which they will spend. This creates buyers, and if this is duplicated, it will make a nation prosperous, which in turn will supply our needs. It all adds up to more producers, more products, more buyers, more consumers, more jobs, and less poor. Although we will always have some poor, they should never be in an unmanageable portion of our society. So don't just give money or food to the needy. Be a generous, spirited person, but also give them dreams and hope that will help them overcome poverty. Teach them management, leadership, and skills so they can help themselves. Those who are stingy will only think of them as future competitors rather than consumers. They keep their dreams to themselves for their own personal gain. Closing our eyes to the poor becomes our own curse. So be generous. Help the poor and receive blessing yourself. God's ways work. And the thoughts to ponder says the tragedy of life is not that we have the poor, but that we can't see the resource in them. Mm, I love that. I think we should send this to Washington. Oh, (laughs) seriously, because being generous with the poor is more about more than just meeting their material needs, which is extremely important. They have severe needs. They have genuine needs. We need to meet those needs. But it's it's much more than that. We want to give them a hope. We want to mm-hmm. help them have a future. We want to help them move to a place where they are productive in the sense that they, they find fulfillment in what mm-hmm. they're doing. Because mm-hmm. nobody wants to just be given a handout. And you may be in need, and you may need to accept that. But 
but going beyond that is mm-hmm. what's really important mm-hmm. because they have value and worth and they have resources for us. So it's not just about what we can give them. It's what they can give us. Mm-hmm. And it's an exchange uh, that I think sometimes we miss. Mm-hmm. And if we're not careful, we, we come away with the wrong attitude. I think it's that. very easy to have the wrong attitude because sometimes it's easy to just think, oh, well, a poor person is just lazy. They don't mm. want to work. And, you know, I mean, there are, there is a lazy group of people out there. I mean, there are people who don't want to work. But I think sometimes giving that person, giving that poor person an opportunity, uh, you know, as employers, we can give that person an opportunity to change their lives. And and it's like when you give someone a job, it's it gives them an opportunity for a future. Mm. Well, and, you know, sometimes entitled people are the laziest people there are because they for a lot of number reasons. And I'm including myself in that. If it's something, um, work is a value in and of itself. It's a, it's, it's something that God gave us to do. When he put Adam and Eve in the garden, they had a job to do. It wasn't just, oh, go enjoy paradise, which they were to do, but there was also a work involved. Well, and I think that the work part of it is part of fulfillment. Yes. You know, I, you know, it's, it's like, I can hear my dad say at the end of the day, you want to feel like you amounted to something, Mm. you know, or you want to look in the mirror and like the person you see. And I think that work helps produce that self-respect. You know, when you have a job and you have responsibility, uh, there is self-respect that comes with that. You're doing something, you're adding to society, you're supporting the family, you're supporting yourself. Um, and, And there is value that comes with that, that you cannot really get any other way. I think it's interesting that what really struck stuck out to me was that where it said generosity is really a spirit or attitude, which is usually a part of one's character. And I was just thinking, you know, I know a lot of generous people and that is really true. It doesn't often have something even to do with the recipient. It's about the person having a generous heart and spirit. It's like they will be generous with even if a person doesn't have money, it's like they'll give time, they'll give energy to things, they'll give, you know, it's 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 that spirit <laughs> and character of a person that really is not about maybe the recipient so much as it is about that generous character in a person. Mm-hmm. I just, I love like seeing that and uh, it just challenges me when I see people who truly like have a spirit of generosity about them. I want to be like that. Well, and I think oftentimes those people, when you look at them, they appear to have such a blessed life. You know, I think there is huge blessing in being generous. Mm. Uh, And I agree with you about the attitude. It also says here, generous people have an attitude of giving not only money, but time and talent. Well, and the blessing is not just material. It's it's it's, in the the actual, mm -hmm. you know, it's in the actual attitude that you uh, promote and encourage and let transform your life. I I have to chuckle. I just was at a family reunion, and uh, my cousin had commented on my on the shirt I was wearing. Oh, I like your shirt. And later she said, I really love yellow. I really like that shirt. Like you know, I really want that shirt. Is what she said to me, and um, I thought. In my head, I thought, well, I'm going to give it to her tomorrow because I'll see her. And then I thought, oh, you know what? I had a little tank top underneath. So I just started taking off my sweatshirt. We were on the lake. <laughs> I stripped off the shirt and I handed it to her. And, you know, the, my, the rest of my nieces and nephews, they were all laughing. And uh, But it's the idea of I haven't thought once about that shirt or wanting that shirt or needing that shirt. It was a new shirt. That was the first time I wore it. But uh, to me... Being able to give it to her, you know what? She's going to think about me much more often. Mm-hmm. And um, and it made you happy. And it made me happy. Absolutely. So yeah. 
happy to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And we laughed because later in the weekend, I saw another cousin and I said, I like your your backpack. <laughs> <laughs> so the story had already gone around. So she said she dumped her purse and gave it to me. I was like, this is awesome. And I ended up giving it to my granddaughter who absolutely loved it, which is one of the reasons it struck me as I thought, oh, my oldest granddaughter would love that. So uh, it's just, it, it, it generates its own, mm-hmm. it's kind of like an ongoing. It's a seed. Yes, it's yeah. a seed that I'm, keeps on giving. Yeah. I was thinking about that when you were saying that is, it's like generosity sparks generosity yes. mm-hmm. and how how wonderful that is and, and what, that's a spirit of generosity. I think the Bible says it is more blessed to give than to receive. Yes. For a reason. For a right. reason. Because there's it's a true. reason. For, it is absolutely the truth. It is absolutely the truth. Generosity is a wonderful thing. It's a feel-good principle. It makes you excited about being generous. It just it makes you be want to be one of the people that sparks it. Yeah. You know. Yes. You know. I um I think my husband is he's very much this way. He's very gentle. My son is like this. I think he's given away more cars than I could possibly count. But. In the idea of, you know, we can't outgive God. There's no way we can outgive God. Uh, I remember we had, we were in a, a terrible accident when we were in, in Bible school. Fortunately, we weren't hurt bad, but our t- car was totaled. And we got a brand new car. And I've told this story on the air before, but we had friends in need that w- needed to get home to see their parents, but we're all in Bible school. Nobody, you know, their car was not going to make it. And my husband just took the keys out of his pocket and handed it to them. And they took, the, I don't even think we had all the paperwork done. They took it out of state. But that's what it is. Like, we were delighted to be able to do that. And people have done the same for us. So there are so many ways that we can that be generous. so reminds me of my father. Oh, I just I can just picture this happening. We had, um, many years ago, we had an accident on our property. A car, I forget what exactly happened, but they plowed through our sign and just destroyed their car. Oh. And they were from, I believe, Pennsylvania. No, they were from Canada. And, I mean, their their car was just, I mean, it was totaled. I mean, it, I'm not sure it was totaled, but it was not drivable. Yeah. And my father happened to be there. And so he just gives them one of our cars and says, here, just use this. Uh, bring it back once you, you know, come back to get your car or whatever. And they said, well, but, you know, we have to go home. That's fine. Go home. Do whatever you need to do. They were gone for a week and came back uh, with our car. We didn't even know their names. We had no information <laughs> on them. He just gave them the car. And I mean, you know, he was just such a trusting person. He just trusted that this person, they, they were in need. He had, a, there was a need he could meet. Uh, and I thought, you know what? Those are the things that draw people to a community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's that spirit of generosity. It's that spirit of sharing and caring about a person's needs. Uh, I, I love those stories. And it, it's like, those are the things that make me want to find my own way of being generous. Right. I mean, I think about telling stories. I mean, how many meals have we received Mm -hmm. when a loved one has passed or a hospital visit Mm -hmm. has been done? And how many have we, it's, it is that kind of pay it forward. Like we're this, it is very much our community to share food, to share, you know, Oh, I have this from my garden or I have, you know, whatever somebody has, it's like a, it's like a very, um, we do live in a very generous, but it doesn't have to be a car, it, mm-hmm. you know, but, but right, I'm just saying right. whatever it is, it's like, mm-hmm. it is a spirit of generosity it that, is. that we can exercise that gift, I think, and make it those mm-hmm. muscles. You know, every year I always want tomato plants, you know, so my gardeners at work, you know, say, well, can we, this year I was going to just seed it in in grass. And they said, no, no, we want to plant a garden. We want to plant a garden. I said, okay. I said, okay, I want this tomato plant and I want this tomato plant. And I said, now 
I can I can never eat all the tomatoes these plants because you can't buy one tomato plant that's going to come in a package of four. <laughs> right. And my husband will eat some, but we will never eat that many tomatoes. But every year we have this abundance of tomatoes. And it's like, so I, I get what I want and then we have 5,000 more. <laughs> and so we actually started in the fall when we started having tomatoes, we put big buckets of tomatoes outside of the store and just say, help yourself. And, you know, we kind of get known for that. I mean, people come in and, you know, like they're looking for the tomatoes in the fall. <laughs> and, and it's just, it's exactly what you said. I mean, it's like, you know, I would rather give those tomatoes to somebody that wants them than to watch them rot. Right. I mean, it doesn't, what does it cost me? Well, and you don't know what your generosity is going to produce or mean to someone else. Just recently I had uh, a sweet lady talk about a time that I had, I went and she was going through a difficult time and I went on my lunch hour and sat with her. And honestly, I don't remember doing that. I mean, I totally believe I would because I I remember the time that she went through. It was very difficult. I wanted to support her in that. But I, I forgot about that. You know what I'm saying? How little, it was it, it was so little, quote unquote, of me to give up my time at lunch to go and sit with her. And there were times we talked and there were times we didn't. There were times we cried. There were times we shared. But, but just being with her was important. Mm-hmm. But I'd forgotten I'd done that. And yet for her, she remembers that. Mm-hmm. So are, if you're, are you giving your time? Are you giving your tomatoes? Are mm-hmm. you giving whatever it is? It may mean more to the other p- person than you could possibly, possibly know. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, Joanne, those people that your dad handed the car key, they have never forgotten Oh, dad, I'm sure they haven't. Ever. <laughs> they will never forget him mm-hmm. or what he did for them because that's just crazy. But it's not just... The little things are big things too, is what I'm saying. Absolutely, right. and That's, you have you know no whether idea it's the car it or the tomato, mm-hmm. it's or the time. heart behind it. Yeah, time. time. I, think, I mean, working in the school system, or well, as a parent volunteer, but watching all the parent volunteers it takes mm-hmm. to make a school system run. Or I was in charge of volunteers at church and recruiting people, and oh my goodness, I mean, people just hours and hours that they would give, and it, what a blessing, and what a what a wonderful thing. And um, those things are, when you're touched by them personally, I have been touched many times by the generosity of people. And so it, it's, it leaves a mark, a good mark, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. you know, on mm-hmm. our lives. So practically speaking, how do you get from, t- to me, it's almost like it is a leap of faith. If you're not used to, it's, it can become a discipline and a thing I think that we should all have in our life. But if we're not there, how do we get there? Mm-hmm. To me, and and you guys can can jump in here. I think it's a leap of faith. I think it's that first step of faith that says, God, this is hard for me, or I don't really get how this works, but I, I, I believe in you and I believe in your word and I believe that your principles are true. So I'm going to, I'm going to sow this. I'm going to be generous with my time here, or I'm going to give this, or I'm going to, I'm going to take this first step. Um, Cause I think that's probably the hardest. Mm-hmm. And I think start small. Mm-hmm. Like one thing I think about is you can sow a smile, be generous with a smile oh, yes. and you can get an instant reward. Most people will smile back at you. Yes. And so that can be a reminder. Every time you smile at someone be like, Oh, generosity begats generosity. Well, did you ever that's drive good. down the road and let somebody out in front of you? Yes. And then, <laughs> look, and then you're watching the mirror and the guy behind you stops and lets somebody out too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it just works that it way. It just works and that it's way. And so, it's free. It doesn't cost <laughs> you anything. <laughs> kindness, just kindness. Be generous with your kindness. Mm. Be generous with your forgiveness. And your words. And your words. Speak a kind Absolutely. word and be generous. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Boy, that is so, so true. And it's that's such an easy thing to do because I think most of us think good thoughts about people 
but we don't remember mm-hmm. to say them. And so that's a way we can be generous. If, oh, Carol, I love that sweater that you're wearing. It's so pretty. Can I have Oh, it? here. Here you go. <laughs> here well, I had forgotten I told that story, but you know what I'm saying. Or, I love your new haircut. Or, man, I, I, I know that you're going through a tough time right now. You're doing a great job as a mom, mama. Don't mm-hmm. give up. Um, there's just so many things that we can give to How other about people. about a thank you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And we have, we talk a lot about the internet or how, you know, it can be used for bad things, but it can also be a vehicle of generosity. Um, you know, someone's, there's so many, obviously like needs that come up and, but it's a way that you can scout needs mm-hmm. <laughs> to know who to give to maybe who's in a time of need right now, or it's an easy way to give a word of encouragement to somebody by doing that. It's just really, I think such, so many practical ways. Well, and I think, you know, a lot of times we think of generosity with being with money. And I think it's harder to be generous with money. I think it's more of a discipline because everybody can give a smile. Everybody can give good words. And most people are willing to at least try that. But when it comes to being generous with money, people tend to be a little bit more like, but I need this money, you know. But the Bible is very clear that you, you cannot outgive God. You are never going to outgive God. It's not, you, you cannot do it. And um, I think when you, if you feel like you've been stingy with money and you need to find a way to start, find a small way to start. Mm-hmm. Because once you start giving, you know, it, it's just an amazing thing that happens. I mean, even the Bible in, my, in Malachi says, test me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> try me in this. Try me in this. Try me in this. Yeah. So last night I was... Um, I was reading in the New Testament, and I had never seen this before. So it's so interesting we're talking about this, but Cornelius. I was reading about Cornelius in the book of Acts, and this is what it says. An angel appeared to him and said, Cornelius. And then Cornelius stared at him in fear. What is it, Lord? he asked. The angel answered, Your prayers and gifts to the poor have come up as a memorial offering before God. Mm. And I thought, no, wait, what? You know, it just took me back because I thought, This angel came to him, and this was when then Peter went to him and shared the gospel with him in his household. And he was like the first Gentile, I think, Mm -hmm. like household of believers. And I thought, but I'd never noticed that it was your prayers and your gifts to the poor have come up. And I thought, wow, I want to be like that. That's what struck me last night is, am I being generous? So it's so interesting that we're doing doing this today Mm -hmm. because it just... I feel I feel that, you know, in my spirit. Like, no, I want to be a generous person. Mm-hmm. I want to be generous. Don't you just love the way God arranges things? When he wants to tell you something, he gives it to you one night and reaffirms it the next day. Yeah, that is the spirit of God. Mm-hmm. And, and yes, yes, Lord. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> I, I love those things. And it's people call it coincidence, but I call it God. <laughs> I'd much rather live by by the God thing than the coincidence thing. So it has been such an interesting week. This has been so much fun. Uh, I hope the listeners, you have enjoyed it as much as we have sitting around this table. I wish you could all join us here around the table. That would be lots of fun. Big group discussion. We'd never get done. (laughs) So (laughs) we have a hard enough time, just the three of us getting done. So we want to thank you for joining us uh, this week. And we always look forward to getting back together with you. We hope you have a wonderful weekend and you come back on Monday and join us again for Circle of Friends. Thank you for being here.
Thanks for listening today. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. We'd love to hear from you, so find us on Facebook and Instagram at Open the Word Podcast or send us an email to openthewordpodcast at gmail.com. Is it time for you to plan a day trip with your peeps? Come and stay a while at Shia Market in Berlin. There is something for everyone, no matter what your taste or style may be. Visit the Village Gift Barn for your custom floral arrangements and timeless accessories for your home. Stroll upstairs to Shia's Style Boutique for your perfect outfit, everything from accessories to shoes. Be inspired at country gatherings with decor from Modern Farmhouse, to transitional design. Then, meander through the gardens for a large selection of houseplants. And last but not least, order your perfect cup of brew at the Buggy Brew Coffee Company. End your day by gathering to relax in our courtyard. You will leave feeling connected and refreshed.